last time on Fantasy Adventure Machine. So I go to one of the lengths of track and I try and push up on it. Get away from the tracks now! All of you can hear the sound of the machine guns beginning to open fire. Someone has to take out that machine gun! Char looks at Effie and she goes, Effie, Effie, snap out of it. You're gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Uh, let's, let's, um, let's not, let's not shoot anyone that doesn't need to be shot. Eliminate Charlotte Rossetti. All right. Our last action was Effie's. So Van Helsing. Yeah, huh? Again, you received information that the VIP that you are after was not on this train. They were replaced and they instead were taken on a stagecoach. Right. Yes. You have this piece of information that you need to get to Zuman. Yeah. And as you focus on Zuman, you feel the ground shifting and moving beneath your feet. You're familiar with the moving walkways in an airport, not Van Helsing, but you, Nathan, the player. So this little strip of ground that you're on is like a super accelerated moving walkway. And for a brief instant, you find yourself next to Zoo and he looks all fluffy because he's a wolf. And then when you stop thinking about Zoo, you snap back to the train where you were a second before. That was very strange. Then I start thinking about surfing with uh, Horace Page. All right. As you think about Horace Page, the same thing starts to happen. And the next thing you know, you're standing next to a grave in California. Oh, Oh, no! No, it was all for naught. No, this has been quite some time since that event. You could have died of natural causes. (laughs) oh no anyway we'll come back to you (laughs) or you'll come back to us we'll figure it out later Uh, Horace (laughs) (laughs) you finally experience the true pain of being a time traveler this man with whom you surf naked has succumbed to the ravages of time (laughs) so horrible Let's jump to the miners and the detectives who are having a shootout in front of the train. Miners are more numerous, but they are not well trained. As they exchange gunfire in the ranks of the detectives and the huddled mass of the miners, casualties are starting to fall and they're more on the side of the miners. They haven't yet broken, but Frank is being pulled away from other duties to see to what's going on there. Uh, And that's going to bring us back to Ralph. Yes. Yes. Let me place you back. You climbed out of the tipped over storage car. Yes. And as you did so, one of the turrets swung to face you. You are several cars away from it. Specifically, Mm. there is one more storage car and the coal tender. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to duck back in behind a between cars so that the cars are between me and the gun. Okay. Obviously, I'm going to drop the dynamite for now. Um, okay. Oh, wait, thing's on fire, isn't it? I forgot about that. Something's on fire. The cars behind you are on fire, yes. You're welcome. There was an explosion back there. I'm going to yell to the miners, get the dynamite! I'm going to take the attention of the machine gun and kind of wide arc around away from the dynamite to give the miners a chance to get dynamite and I'm going to get shot at, but I have my shield out in front of me. Okay, give me a rapport roll to convince miners to help out. Okay, let's see here. So this is a fair. Uh, that's a that's a two? That's a two. This is okay. a two. And I'm going to, because Frank Keeney wanted some dynamite, if I remember right. So yes, okay. we'll, we'll call out him specifically and say, Frank, there's dynamite. <laughs> Get All the right. dynamite, Frank. It is over here. Um, I'm going to let you invoke the aspect of the on the scene that is uh, Frank wants dynamite. Yes, Frank wants dynamite. (laughs) And Frank um, will direct a few miners to start collecting the dynamite as the rest of the miners start falling back away from the train. Uh, Attaboy, Frank Keeney. (laughs) Okay, Char, Effie, uh, Effie's in front of you. Oh, no. She's got the whole red eye thing going on. Oh, yeah. 
and uh, she got a gun arm trained on you. And you have just failed to convince her that uh, you are not who she's supposed to be attacking. Yep. Also, there is one live guard left in this car. The other two got shot through the head. I'm surprised there's still one live guard. So do I get the reaction before Effie shoots me? Yes. I feel like last episode you just pumped me up and made me seem really OP because I kept one shot killing people, which has never happened before in this whole podcast. And now I'm (laughs) aiming at Char. Well, these are mooks. You have to understand. All right. Lickety split. Char, in the pocket of her clothes, sends a group message to the whole group, hoping that her phone has... Wait, actually, she would know if her phone has reception. Does her phone have reception, even though things were whack for a bit? I mean, reception in the past has come through Beth, who is not here. Yeah, but our comms are still working, because Chaos like made an adjustment. So yeah, we could say your phone's still working. Okay. Char sends a group text to everyone, and it says... Effie's code red is trying to exterminate me. And then like the hot face that's sweating a little bit um, (laughs) (laughs) emoji. And she sends it. And just as she sends it, she tries to crouch down and like crawl through Effie's legs really quick. All right. Uh, So this will be an an opposed athletics check between the two of you. That sucks. (laughs) Um, I rolled a zero. So I have, a, I have a plus two to athletics, so it's just a straight two. Okay. I rolled a zero, but I have Yeah, but your eight. athletics is higher than mine. <laughs> okay. So you attempt to crawl through Effie's legs. Effie, tell me how you entangle Char and prepare to give her a point blank blast of some sort of gunfire. I grab her by the back of her shirt collar and throw her on the ground and then straddle her and sit on her hips. And put my gun into her shoulder. Is that okay? Or do I have to put it against her face? (laughs) How did you manage to make this both, like, intense and sexy at the same time? I'm so talented. You have no idea. (laughs) Uh, No, no, I, uh, it it can be in a shoulder for right now. Okay. Put my gun arm inside of her shoulder, and I say, eliminate Char Rosetti. Amazing. All right. Moving right along, Ralph, you've set yourself up as a distraction for machine guns. Yes, I did. Okay. I regret my decision immediately. Okay, it's time for you to roll dodge machine guns or tank machine guns. Your choice. Oh, I like that one better. Uh, That is a plus four great. Okay. Is that physique or athletics? That's physique. Okay. So you're moving around trying to draw in these machine guns and you are tracked by a machine gun, and it starts firing, and a lot of these bullets just whiz around you. Yes, I am amazing! Washington said uh, there was something charming about the sound of bullets whizzing around your head, so I hope you are thoroughly charmed by the many rounds per second that are going around your head, and I also want you to tell me how you are going to deal with a three-shift hit, because not all of them did go around your head. Yeah, I kind of figured that. Well, I guess I'm just going to scratch out my three-shift hitbox. That's okay. how I'm going to deal with it. Sounds good. Sounds like we've just got some uh, some pinging bullets off armor and we're mostly yep. okay. Effie. Yes. Could you roll me shoot your best friend in the face? <laughs> I think we established that there's like some more than friend stuff going on in this moment. Am I rolling will? Oh, no, you're rolling shoot. Well, zero, but fancy zero. Fancy zero. Fancy zero. That's pretty good. Plus four. Char, would you like to roll dodge your more than best friend shooting you in the face? (laughs) Uh, Well, it's going to still be a plus two. I'm going to go ahead and use one of my fate points because as as the storyteller, I actually do get to spend fate points to influence roles. To invoke the cyborg part of you. Uh, to do two extra damage here. Yeah, I knew that that was going to come. All right, so that's a four-shift hit? That's a four-shift hit. I will mark off my four-shift hit box. Okay, sounds like a plan to me. Describe how you do four shifts of hit to your probably more than best friend. I'm lining up a perfect heart shot through the heart. But then, as I'm about to fire, I'm distracted by a notification popping up inside of my cyborg brain. Ping! 
you have a text. And my hand moves to the side, and because I have such good subconscious aim, I go right through the scar that looks like a target that is the previous laser wound. All right. Amazing. The guard who is in the train car with you two, uh, he beats feet. What? It means he runs away, Dan. Okay. The miners with Frank Keeney actually roll quite well, and... They rush the car that uh, Ralph was abandoning. The guards have not yet caught up. They were focused on the pitched battle, and they're only now starting to realize the train is being raided. Passengers are all safe. Van Helsing, you're in California. <laughs> uh, at the grave. At the grave. Van Helsing, I think, would have been shocked when he noticed the grave of where he was, and it probably would have knocked him out of California. Okay. You're back next to the train. Okay. Then, despite my grief, I know the importance of the task at hand. And I think of my best friend in the whole world, Professor Archibald Zuman. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say Beth or something like that. Am I the only person without a best friend? Hey, I've been trying real hard to be your buddy, Ralph. (laughs) But when you make your character a 10-year-old, it's a little bit hard. (laughs) All right. Van Helsing, roll me Will. I will. I hate you. (laughs) That's a great roll plus six. All right. Zooming. Yes. As you are kind of watching the road, trotting back and forth, trying to avoid drawing too much attention to yourself from the miners who probably still are not that fond of having a wolf around. Yes. You see Van Helsing. What? But he looks staticky. Ooh. So it's a ghost. Ghosts are real. It's like looking on an iffy TV. Let me um, interpret. It's a dodgy. It looks like a dodgy TV. (laughs) Ah, Doc? Doc, is that you? I try and adjust my ears to see if it fixes the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We do know from Stephen King that uh, dogs can see the dead. So this is, uh, you know, a thing. Doc, Doc, are you coming back? Where are you right now? I pretend like I can't hear him to be ominous. Doc? Doc? No! Can you hear me? I just say, Superman, you must get to the stagecoach. The stagecoach? Is Timmy trapped out a well? I mean, is something happening on the stagecoach? The prisoner is on the stagecoach. Okay, alright, I got it. Uh, which one? There've been like three stagecoaches. Which one is it, Doc? Prison coach. All right, I can, I can look for that. Zuman bounds away, uh, heading towards the road in search of the stagecoaches. All right, uh, Van Helsing, you find yourself drawn away with Zoo, just kind of floating around the ground as long as you keep thinking about him and what you're trying to do. If you oh, decide no. to think about the something else. The plot is dragging me around. So as I'm running, there's just a floating Van Helsing in my peripherals. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's not scary at all. That's totally fine. In fact, that's how I enjoy running. It's it explains why you don't run faster. very often. You have very specific <laughs> needs. <laughs> I need to have the spectral figure of Abraham Van Helsing in my peripherals <laughs> in order to run. You also do notice this thin trail of smoke going from his lit cigarette. You don't really remember Van Helsing like smoking before. <laughs> but, uh, Those are really bad for you, Doc. But I'm running just like this. Those are really bad for you, Doc. <laughs> wow, are you out of shape? I'm a wolf. I'm panting heavily. <laughs> All right, that's enough for Van Helsing. Zoo, you are bounding along. Would you like to make any sort of special efforts to try and find this coach? So, so, you know, as I've been doing my scouting, I've kept track of things. So I know where, like, the cluster of coaches roughly was last time I saw it. And I can, like, you know, hypothesize that it's moved further down the road. So I'm sort of heading in the direction of where I think the coaches are going to be and specifically, you know, trying to like hear or scent anything out of the ordinary, any like big groups of men that might be flanking the coach or anything like that. I don't know how I'm supposed to get word to the humans to follow me, but I think, you know, retcon that Shah gave me the instruction to follow me if I ever take off and how. And so, you know, I'm howling so that they can know to come in my direction 
Okay, so I'm gonna give you a chance to either roll through for some investigation to or notice your choice to try and get some bead on the heart or uh, some rapport to try and convince miners to follow you. Dang, I can only do one of these things? Yes. It's more important that I find the thing. Okay, and I have plus one additional notice because of my wolf form. So I'm gonna roll notice. Okay. Okay, that's three pluses on the dice and then plus two. So that's a plus five to notice. All right. As you put your nose to the ground and inhale the bouquet of scents that come with being a wolf, one of the scents that lingers in the air is the scent of the specific dye used for the Baldwin Feltz detective's coats. Okay. And you can smell that dye that it's passed this way recently. And okay. it's mixed in with the smell of horses. All right. The stagecoach has already passed this position. Okay, so, but I can follow this trail and catch up to slash overtake it. Am I aware of how fast it was moving before? All of the coaches were moving at reasonable coach speed. Okay. Which is going to be at least wolf speed over okay. a, a longer distance. So you will need some sort of shortcut or something if you're going to catch up. But uh, you can say they've got probably a 15 minute lead on you, not more. Okay, so it's it's unlikely though that I can get the miners to catch up to these coaches for us to stop them at this point. So they're a moot point, but I at least can get some scouting in. So I'm going to, you know, recollect that the path from Makla to the camp, the road kind of goes around a bit of a wooded area. Um, and I don't need to do that because wolf. So I'm gonna head straight towards Makla as fast as I can through the woods to try and get close enough to intercept them. Just want you to give me an up and down fate roll. That is a straight up zero. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Dar. Yeah. Hi. Char, you're sensually pinned by Effie. <laughs> and you have another hole through the place you already had a hole, which is in yeah. your shoulder. Feeling what you can do. good. Char, with a slight tear in her eye, uh, she had never pictured this moment quite like this. But she grabs a hold of Evie's shoulders and rather than try to like bring Evie towards her, Char does a miraculous like sit up because she's one very, uh, she, she focuses on core strength in yoga. So she's very strong in, in her core. And uh, she also is very flexible, so she can do this. And she grabs Effie's shoulders and she sits up and she tries to kiss Effie before Effie can shoot her again. Okay. Roll me a try to kiss Effie roll. Uh, I'm going to say that that's Will. Okay. I accept. Cool. Ooh, I rolled plus three and I have a plus three, so that's a plus six. All right. Effie, could you give me a Will roll? Three. Okay. Do you have any fate points stored up? Would you like to spend one to make this a five? Is my will working in my favor or against my favor? I feel like my action should give her advantage. I mean, it definitely gives her an aspect that she can use, but she has to use a fate point. I'll use a fate point. Keith already took it off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just assumed she was going to do this. I didn't realize she'd be confused about it. <laughs> okay. You dumb been kissed. The red fog breaks. And I want you to uh, expound unto me and unto Char. You two need a little bit of role play moment here. So I'm going to shut up and let you guys talk. I feel like um, Char definitely wouldn't have prolonged this because she knows that she, there's no way that she's she's not stronger than Effie. There's very little chance of her like winning in any kind of physical contest. But like she's really afraid as well as like anxious about what Effie's reaction would be if Effie did snap out of it or what it it would be if Effie didn't snap out of it. So she she kisses Effie, but like it's not prolonged. It's just limited contact and then pulling away to see if Effie's back to being Effie. It's like the kiss from the Old Kingdom series when Sabriel kisses <laughs> the guy whose name just left my brain to keep him from going into death when he hears the last bell. So I come back to myself. There are fingers in my hair and Char is pulling away from me. Char. Are we in danger? Uh, uh, You're bleeding. Uh, you shot me. Um, but it's okay. It's okay. It wasn't like you, you. I under, I understand that it wasn't you, you. So then, um, uh, you like had me pinned. And so I just was trying to get you to come back to you. And now that it's you, I'm really glad. I'm, I'm really glad. Um, all right. 
Are you okay? Yes, I'm I'm alright. So you're saying that I shot you and then I had you pinned and then you woke me up. Was it this text yeah. text message? I have a text message. Uh, um, well, uh, I sent it to the group because I was a little bit worried because you kept saying exterminate Char, exterminate Charlotte Rossetti, and, uh, I just, I hoped that the text would, like, maybe get to the effy part of your brain and wake you up from the red eye part of your brain. So, so maybe it worked. Yeah, so clever. I always reply to your texts. <laughs> yeah. Any, anyway, um, what made you, uh, what made you go red? I don't remember. Oh, well... something about my father? Is your father here? I don't remember. No, of course not. I I killed him. He's Hmm. dead. Well, I think before you started trying to exterminate me, you were trying to exterminate the blue coat guys. So, good job on that. Um, we should prob... Uh, we should probably have you get off... Off of me, I guess? Um... Uh, and, uh, we can go help others. But, uh, not right. if, I mean, only if you want to, only if you want, want to. Right, of course, sorry, I probably was squishing you. <laughs> no, no, not at all, not at all. Uh, you're light as a feather. <laughs> you know, Shar, we're really lucky that that text message woke me up from the red fog. Next time, maybe you should headbutt me or something. Oh, um... You know, our faces were pretty close together, so headbutting would have been a very tactically smart move. <laughs> that honestly was um my next uh that was my next plan if if the text didn't work so you don't like remember anything from while you were read no my mind suppresses those memories for my own sanity and protection uh yeah let's um let's go there's no like surveillance cameras in you right like of course i mean how else would i confirm my kills with my employer (laughs) oh uh i mean maybe you should just like wipe uh wipe your time when you went red clean because i just don't want you to feel like guilty about anything that happened when you were red or like regret any of it so anyway so like you should definitely wipe that but like if you can't just don't watch it yet and we'll have chaos do it later but um anyway we should go um yeah uh yeah, we should. Uh, we should go. Yeah. Gosh, both of you have watched too many Korean dramas lately. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just role playing my life. <laughs> Ralph. Yes, sir. What would you like to do besides being a clay pigeon for a machine gun? <laughs> <laughs> um, how close am I to that machine gun? Can I get to it this turn? You could get to it this turn. Okay, I am going to rush it. And am I close enough where I can get to it? And then attack it. So we have been treating uh, train cars each as separate zones. Okay. So I think this is still a two-zone move. But if you want to use some sort of skill or something and uh, make it not a guaranteed success, aka make a roll, you would be able to move two zones and do a thing that's incorporated with that moving. Okay. My thought, though, is if I move two zones and then move like directly under the car where they can't see me okay then the machine gun won't be able to attack me this turn you could get two zones and into the blind spot if that's what you want to do yeah yes that's what i want to do right now okay two zones and into the blind spot you go effie i hold a piece of the train car wall out of the way so that char can exit the train nice All right. That was exciting. A number of guards, Baldwin Feltz detectives, uh, lean out of the train above you, Ralph, since they cannot hit you with a machine gun, but they know where you are. So I want you to roll dodge small arm fire or tank small arm fire. My roll to not die is, see here, that's actually a pretty good roll. Using athletics to not die. So that is a four. All right. That is going to be a single point of stress. Oh, I can deal nice, with that. Nice, okay. nice, Yeah, Dan's like, I deal with like 10 points of stress on a daily basis, <laughs> so I'm fine. No one is currently in a position to observe the uh, guards and miners and what they're doing. So uh, we'll skip through that. <laughs> Van Logan's Hel- like, you don't know what happened. Yeah, it's not important right now. Van Helsing, you are being astrally dragged along by a wolf 
as Zuman attempts to rush through the forest. Oh, no help. The plot has me. I cannot escape. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, being dragged along. Do yes. I see anything that I can interact with? Is this like one of those times where I'm like kind of like playing Flappy Bird. And I need to like <laughs> go up to go over a log on the road and then like let go to fall down. So I hit a tree branch. I mean, at, at this point in time, I would hope that you understand that even more than in real life, most of the time, your perception determines your reality. Mm. Okay, I'm looking for the stagecoach. Okay, so you are looking for the stagecoach. As you start thinking, you know how your mind has a train of thought and you get from one thing to the next thing to the next thing? So you're thinking, gosh, we really need whoever's on this coach. And thinking about that, makes you think all the way back to the person being dragged out of the train. And as you start following this train of thought, going from thing to thing to thing, the world flickers around you. And finally, you find yourself hovering somewhere near a stagecoach, but you can still feel a connection to Zuman. So you now know where the stagecoach is and you know where Zuman is, at least roughly. Okay, so I can like, so if I was to go back to Zuman, I would be able to help Zuman find the stagecoach. You could do that. You could interact with the stagecoach. Is it moving? Do I need to stop it? It is moving. It's going to be hard for me to interact with because it moves a lot. It is moving a lot. And you do know that the more something moves, the harder it is for you to interact with. Right. This will probably take some sort of superhuman feat of willpower and focus for you to interact with this. Um, instead of doing that, I go to a, I look for a tree along the path of the, of the stagecoach, and I see if I can find one that looks like it may be, okay, maybe either one that's already fallen over that I can drag onto the road, or one that looks like I could push it over with my mind. With your mind. Yeah, <laughs> I assume that's how everything works. Okay, give me a will roll. That's uh, three. Good. Okay. As you start thinking about this tree that's falling down, tree that's falling down, tree that's falling down, you find yourself near the road. And there is a tree that falls down. See, nice. This is how it works. I high five myself. High five myself. <laughs> As you look up uh, in exultation, you realize that you see stars above you. <laughs> Go down tonight. Perfect. I got it done early. <laughs> Effectively, what, you, what you're coming to realize is that instead of making a thing happen, you simply took yourself to a place in time nearby where mm. this thing had happened. Mm. I see. Anyway, zoom in. <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm heading in the direction that I was always heading, and I call out because Van Helsing is gone. And I'm like, Van Helsing? Doc? Doc, where are you? Can he still, like, connect with me because we're, like, connected? Can I? Can he hear my voice? Roll Will. Okay, that is a plus four to Will. Okay. Uh, the recency of the passing of the Spectre Van Helsing in your mind does leave some residual traces. And as you go, Doc, where are you? Van Helsing, you hear, Doc, where are you? As you stare at this downed tree and watch the stars wheel overhead. I just saw the coach. It's close by. You can make it in hurry. Go west. Okay, I head exactly west uh, in the direction that our mental communication is telling me is the correct direction. All right, give me an athletics roll. Great, I am good at those. All right, that is a plus five because I have plus six and I rolled a negative one. Okay. Continuing on. Okay. Ralph. Yes, I am here and present. You've been shot at. I have, again. It'd be your turn. Okay, I am going to jump up and using my sword, I'm going to, I don't know if this is going to work. I'm going to slice through that. <laughs> my idea is like, this will be so cool. I jump up and I slice through the machine gun, just like in the comics. All right. Roll me a do an anime. Do an anime. Do an anime. <laughs> what would that be? And it's going to be fight. It's going to be fight. Okay. So that is a plus six. Okay. Do I do an anime? You do an anime. I do an anime! The magical sword of Sir Tiffany cuts through <laughs> metal as if it were unto butter. 
He leveled up. Smooth like butter. I I did deserve that one. You did an anime. Congratulations. <laughs> Actually, that does feel pretty cool. But no one was there to see it. Would you like to describe any other actions as far as where you end up or uh, any other flourishes here? Yes. So I jump up on top of that thing with my sword with full like circular swing. I do an anime and then I end up with my sword high in the air, looking down at everybody that had been shooting at me. Also, I hear he can cut guts in half with his mind. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I look at them menacingly, but they can't see it through my helmet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I'm going to You get see shot at inside again. roughly 10 men oh. who are either on the other two machine guns or. Two machine guns? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> there was three machine guns on this. I was very clear about that. <laughs> I just okay, you can one. cut through two more, right? Can I jump down? <laughs> I mean, they can't put the machine gun to fire inside. They are mounted yeah. to fire outside. Oh, yeah. And you okay. just cut through one with a sword, so. Yeah. Yep. Okay. You, you did a whole good thing. Intimidation factor is high. Congratulations. Yay. <laughs> Hey everyone, sorry to interrupt what must be another fantastic episode of the podcast, but here are a few words from our sponsors. Have you considered the Physical Training Dry Rainless Train Training Exchange? Train training trains trainers to train train conductors through physical training. Conductors train personal trainers to train their eyes on trains, which is the best aim training. Done incorrectly, this can also lead to eye straining. Straining during training occurs most frequently when it is raining. Because of this, many have started to refer to this kind of training through training eyes on trains as dry eye training. Next week, the benefits of wet training. Hello, this is Nathan from the Fantasy Adventure Machine podcast. I sure hope that you have enjoyed this episode of The Fam. If you are enjoying this podcast, please share it with your friends. It would mean the world to us. Bye. <music> I take a free action to talk to Ralph really quick? Sure. I mean, it's it's your turn, actually, so. Yo, Ralph, are you okay? I sliced through the machine gun, and now I'm staring at ten men. Oh, cool. So no more machine gun? There are still two more. Oh, well, good job. You deserve a gold star. Stay safe. <laughs> Char turns to Effie and goes, Effie. Yes, sure. I am loaded with dynamite. Should we go and threaten the people with the machine guns? We could if you don't want to kill them, because if you did want to kill them, it would be better to just kill them. Otherwise, you lose the element of surprise. Right, but Ralph's in that train car, so we can't really blow it up. Oh. <laughs> Threatening He's been fine before. <laughs> He's been blown up this episode. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's kind of it's kind of getting close to not being so fine. <laughs> I guess that dynamite is not a very precision weapon. So threatening yeah. may be a better course of action. Yeah. Do you think you could um maybe I could snipe it right into someone's eyeball? You want to snipe dynamite into someone's eyeball? <laughs> you know like like a blow dart type deal. <laughs> but with, but with dynamite. <laughs> Um, Just could you could you rocket boot us like over the train car so the machine guns can't hit us and then we get into the car with the machine guns and we tell them all to stop? I can do my best not to get hit by bullets while using my rocket boot. That's always a good plan. I feel like if we fly out of their range and then dive really quick and then slow down really quick to get into the train car, we should be fine. Or we could try to be stealthy. That's true. I mean, we can definitely try to be stealthy. Do you prefer being stealthy or do you want to fly? Well, I do have a metal leg. <laughs> which makes stealth more difficult than when I used to walk the tightrope. <laughs> yeah, well, you're still more stealthy than I am because I take selfies everywhere, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> We can try sneaking. How far away can we see the train car? Right. So you're one train car past. So you would be able to get there in a round. All right, Effie. 
Let's try to stealth our way in. I think that you should roll it, and I'll give you a plus one. Okay, so uh, with this being a, a combat situation where we're in turns, Char, I want you to roll something to give a situational aspect for Effie to roll on to execute. Ooh, I want to throw a stick of dynamite in like the opposite direction of where we're trying to go, but not where people are. Okay, so you have stepped out of the train car to prepare for this. Uh, you can see next to you the, uh, the train car full of explosives. There are miners who are starting to unload it, and there are guards who are bearing down on them. There is also the potential to, oh yeah, throw it over the train car maybe, or throw it out towards the uh, encampment, or throw it forward towards the guards. Like, you got some options here. What is your intended target? Well, all of my options are going to require a shoot roll probably, which I don't I have mean, a skill in. Throwing is shoot. So yes, no matter what you choose, you will be choosing shoot if you pursue this course of action. Yeah, I'm going to try to throw it over the train car. Okay. Because that seems like it will do the least amount of harm. Actually, I want to throw it towards the train cars that are on fire. Roll shoot. Well, that was that, that's going to be a minus one. Um, roll fate. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. <laughs> okay. Um, good news. Does not blow up in your hand. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Bad news. Oh, no. <laughs> this lands on the train car that is full of explosives. But, you know, that was, that was back where you were throwing. Yeah. Um, yeah. teeters on the edge <laughs> and goes in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't lit. Wasn't lit. It wasn't lit. Okay, sounds good. That's why I was throwing it at the fire. I wouldn't worry about it. Cool. Let's get out of here. All right, Ralph. Yes. It's time for your being shot at roll again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> tired of these guys. Okay, uh, that is a good three. Okay, uh, two shifts, please. It takes my four. Sounds cool. good. Guess what, guys? Um, I'm I'm all stressed out. Aww. Oh no, Dave. Little, little Ralph's all stressed out. He's stressy. Aww. I'm a little stressed out. And I can't I can't shoot my lasers at these guys, which would have been cool. Effie! Yeah? You gonna do a sneak? Yeah? <laughs> oh, I had already rolled it, but I forgot. I, whoa, I rolled the exact same thing. Wow. Four. All right. Sneak, you sneak, you sneak, do sneak, a sneak. Sneak, sneak, sneak. And with Char, you manage to sneak up to the engine. And up on the engine, you see a knight surrounded by uh, bullets whizzing through the air as he stands in the wreckage of a machine gun that looks to have been done in anime, too. <laughs> How cool do I look? Do I look cool? You look 10. <laughs> but he's not. He's a man right now. <laughs> I'm ten? a man. On a scale of 1 to 10. Uh, okay. He, he's a 10, but he's 10. <laughs> he's a 10, but he's 10. That's a TikTok thing, right? I'm in with the cool kids. All right. Yeah. That's pretty solid. All right. Van Helsing, it's your turn. Yes. I scream, for Horus! <laughs> as we appear in front of the stagecoach together and stop it. All right. Roll me Will. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's another great roll. Uh, plus six. All right. Do you have any fate points on you? No. Okay. Would you like to succeed with a consequence? <laughs> yes. I'd like to succeed with a consequence. Okay. You know that this is an important moment, and you can picture it so clearly in your head. There's a stagecoach, uh, and it is followed by a wolf, and it mixes in with something in your brain that it's just it's oh, just no. inimicable to you <laughs> oh no hmm. you close your eyes and you focus and you're caught between west virginia and the transylvanian countryside and the difference between the wolf being friend or foe it's mixing in your mind and when you open your eyes you are standing on the west virginia road and there is a wolf on either side of you. 
20 <laughs> feet, Nathan. And one of them Which is one Zoom. Gonna feed? Have you brought... Zoo? Yes. You're standing next to Van Helsing, who yes. is entirely whole and hey. real and solid. Hey. Cool. And in front of you, horses rear up as three figures have appeared suddenly before the stagecoach. Oh, crap. And what do I see as the other figure? Oh, a giant black wolf. Like giant, like bigger than me or like... Bigger than you, yes. Like how much bigger than me? 30%. Like I'm female, it's male. No, so like, Keith like wants almost to whip one out and, and a half times my size. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so my hackles go up, obviously, and I, I dart my eyes between the rearing horses and the wolf in front of me. And I growl, snarl at this wolf. Uh, prepared to like you know defend Van Helsing slash you know foreign wolf and I like this is this is a wolf communicating I suppose so the question I'm posing to this wolf are like are you friend or foe right so okay hopefully we get some kind of response from this wolf okay uh this wolf is almost supernaturally dark and large and it's you know what wolf communication is like. Right, because I raised and, pups with a wolf before. Yeah, and this thing, it's almost a parody of a wolf. Okay. It's like, imagine you were talking to someone the size of Andre the Giant. Okay. But kind of with the intellect of Bizarro Superman. Okay. But they're a wolf. Right. And you are also a wolf. Of course. <laughs> so what is their response to my question about being a friend or a foe? It's hard to get a strong answer. Because they don't seem to act or perceive like a normal wolf. Right. But like Bizarro Superman, you kind of get the feeling that they are going to go with the first action that happens around them. So if I attack this wolf, it will probably attack me back. Whereas if I go towards the stagecoach, uh, it's not clear what their action would be, but they might help. Right. Okay. All right. Um, so... I turn towards the horses and the stagecoach with, like, obviously keeping this wolf in my peripheral, right? Like, you know, wary of this wolf, but aware of the stagecoaches more. And, uh, you know, I guess I was not planning on confronting the stagecoach. How many men do I see around the stagecoach? So there are two men on the the top with the driver in the shotgun position. Uh Uh-huh. You can smell a number of other men inside. Right. And you remember from your past interaction with this coach that there are two men riding on the back. Uh, You can also smell faint old lady smell. Right. Okay. Nice. So I howl at the stagecoach and uh, and snarl at the the men atop the stagecoach. And I hope that Van Helsing will tell them to, like, get down. Otherwise, I'm going to have to speak as a wolf, which we all know has not gone well historically in this <laughs> in this session. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's I don't attack yet, but I am clearly preparing to attack this stagecoach. Roll provoke. Plus two. Okay. The stagecoach, the driver pulls the horses to a stop and the shotgun lowers his weapon to fire okay all right well i move closer to the stagecoach beside the horses to make it harder to hit me as a target but i'm clearly getting closer to them okay the black wolf mirrors you on the other side nice and the horses both uh start pawing the ground nervously eyes rolling uh foam flecking all nervous horse things yes excellent good Okay, Ralph. I'm finally back in the story, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, it's my turn. I'm not getting shot at. You yeah. get turns in between being shot at. It's exciting. Guess I gotta actually attack with my sword. Have I ever done that? What? Except for this Gatling gun? Nope. You have. You have not actually uh, ever attacked with my sword. Cut anyone up with your sword? Oh no. Cut them up. I don't think he's ever done that. I'm going to use the flat of my blade. (laughs) (laughs) And give him a little spanking. (laughs) What's your fight? My fight is a three. Okay. You dive in to do a fight. 
you are going to uh, be able to incapacitate one of the 10 men inside. Would you like to tell me how you do it? Would it help if I used a fate point? Well, what do you want to do? I want to incapacitate more people and more men. Well, yes, that is how a fate point could work in this case. Okay, <laughs> yeah. um, Nito, I'm a superhero and I'm going to incapacitate more than one man this turn because right. I don't want to get shot at by more men. I'll boost you up to five, but you have to tell me how you do it. He, yeah. can, he knocks out five of ten men. That's legit. Good job. So I, in a frenzy, after feeling cool slicing that Gatling gun in half, I turn my sword to its side and I just run in and start smacking everyone that I can see in the side of the head as hard as I can. <laughs> just full ham. Just whack. All right. I'm a superhero. Gar, as you are climbing up into the train car, assuming that's what you're planning on doing, you are greeted by Ralph. Uh, hitting a bunch of people with the flat of his sword and probably shouting. Nice. Ah, stop shooting at me! <laughs> guns are bad! Is one of the machine guns free? Uh, so currently everyone inside is focused on the night. I'm going to remind you the machine guns only shoot outside the car. They do not shoot into the car. I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. Okay. Is there a machine gun on the side with the guards who are trying to get the miners? Yes. Uh, Char goes, Effie, you try to get the machine gun to help the miners outside, and I am going to distract everyone with my dynamite. Okay. Cool. So Char, like, kind of leaps into the fray far enough away from Ralph's blade that she wouldn't accidentally get hit, and uh, goes... Everyone freeze. I'm covered in dynamite. One wrong move and we all go up. All right. Roll threaten people by being a suicide bomber. Provoke? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. That's going to be a plus two and I have plus two, so plus four total. Okay. I think that's like one of two positive rolls that I've had today. <laughs> they believe you. Um, Woohoo! Everybody stops. Ralph, there is a deep, deep part of your brain that remembers being blown up by dynamite. Yes. Yes. You also stop. That's what I think. <laughs> yes. The barbarian rage does not continue. <laughs> yeah, Shar uh, is holding a stick of dynamite in That's each fair. hand and is just like, "That's right. Everyone put your weapons on the ground except for you, Sir Knight. Ralph, I'm proud of you, my dude." Don't do it, Shar. Everyone just has to behave. Cool. Everyone be cool. Be cool. The <laughs> engineer of the train who has been standing back from the weapons is, you can't be serious. Do you know what sort of damage you could do? This is a precision instrument. Char points a stick of dynamite at him and says, <laughs> if everyone cooperates, everyone's going to be fine. If everyone does not cooperate, everyone will not be fine. Capiche? And also, I've seen way more precision instruments than this train. Like, no offense to you, my dude, but like, you know, I've seen better. Uh, roll dodge for me real quick. Oh, f uh, that's a plus three. Okay. One of the guards decides uh, he's a good enough shot that he doesn't uh, worry about dynamite. Just one. Uh, this is a three shift hit. Okay. I take my three shift hit. Okay. How are you taking it? Um, Through the laser hole. <laughs> uh, I feel like Char is hyper aware of everything that is going on in this area because she knows that like one wrong move from her and it doesn't matter what everyone else does the whole thing is blown and so she just at the very last second notices this guard trying to move and she turns in time so that the bullet just goes through, like, not her shoulder, but the same arm that her shoulder is injured, that same side. It just goes through her upper arm there. Okay. And, like, just kind of, like, scrapes the skin, so, like, not enough to, like, really permanently injure her or anything, but enough that she feels the sting and uh, is not happy. Okay. So you've been shot um, just a little bit, though. Just a little bit. And Effie? Mm-hmm. Hello, now you've seen this shoot? happen. It's your turn. <laughs> I rolled a seven for shooting. That guy's head explodes like a watermelon. Is that, you're, are you shooting at the dude? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, Keith is absolutely right. <laughs> tell, me, tell me how this guy dies. His head 
is like a watermelon. Can, mm, how about we oh. not? <laughs> All right. Everybody gets some viscera, uh, bone shards, um, brains. It's exciting. It's in my mouth. It's in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, I told you to close your mouth when Effie takes her turn. <laughs> Van Helsing. How does the wolf look to me, Van Helsing? So the wolf that is not Zoo, to you has an aura of darkness and danger. It's almost like you could hear a voice speaking in the back of your brain, but it's not exactly coming from the wolf. There's just something from a long time ago in your diary right before it was the mystery and you read it in the book, and the words are just cascading over each other, and it's almost hard to stay in this moment, but you can do it. And nobody in the stagecoach is, like, making actions toward us yet, quite yet? Nobody in the stagecoach has done a thing. The guy in the shotgun position has raised his gun at us, though. Who is he pointing at, by the way? Me, the other wolf, or Red Helsing? Uh, it's swinging between the two wolves right now. Got it, got it, got it. Oh, ooh, I know what I should do. I point my gun above Zoo's head. <laughs> And I say, get away, yeah, yeah, and I shoot my gun. Oh, wait, to me? Like, are you getting me away? Not at you, just like, just try and uh, scare you off so that the other guy doesn't shoot you with his real threat gun. Okay. All right, roll to deceive. You're doing a distraction. I got it. Okay, that was a very good roll for me for deceive. So that's a plus three good because I have zero deceive. Okay. It looks like you're doing a thing, like you are trying to get the wolf away. Might be weird that you were with the wolves to begin with, but here we are now. They were attacking me. Solid call. Do you want to talk to the guy in the stagecoach? <clears throat> yeah, I say, I don't like the look of that dark one. One like that appeared in my town from an empty boat, and only dark events followed. Can I, in response to him shooting a gun over my head, like, move towards the back of the coach, like, sort of as if I'm running away to the side, but also backwards? Sure. So, like, diagonally away from the coach, but also towards the rear. What are you doing on this road, stranger? I am merely a doctor. I'm on my way to help a sick man in one of these work camps. Did you get lost? Where's your horse? Where's your people? I travel alone. My horse was scared off by these wolves. He bucked me on the ground. For an old timer like you, this must be a difficult event. You have no idea. Oh, shall we drive off these wolves and then I can pick you up? Please, and I wave my gun some more. Jeez, <laughs> at least buy him a drink first. <laughs> all right. I feel like inappropriate things is all I ever say on this podcast anymore. <laughs> inappropriate slash I blow off the guy's head like a watermelon. All right, the shotgun man's shot goes wide over the black wolf, and it leaps to attack the horse. Oh, God. Okay. Mm. Uh, and now there's one dead horse. Oh, gosh. <gasps> Horses scream really loudly. They also have <gasps> a lot of blood. Yep. Uh, and this one doesn't have a throat anymore to contain that blood. Oh, gosh, this wolf is legit. Um, okay, I take this time then, well, when it's my turn. It is now your turn. Okay, so I... <laughs> Hearing this commotion, knowing like the gig is basically up, a leap uh, from the darkness to try and take down one of the two men that's on the back of the stagecoach. Okay, roll fight. That is a plus four on fight. All right. Uh, you are able to pull one of the men off the back of the stagecoach, but okay. uh, you don't do any serious damage to him. Right. But he is pulled off. Uh, which okay. means that uh, the other one on the back will be involved in the next round of combat. Okay, so I leap out of the darkness and you sort of see like the classic out of the dark, the wolf like claws and jaw. And I try and latch onto the guy on the back, but that thick blue coat, you know, I just sort of get tangled up in the coat and roll off with him and then sort of get back to my feet, snarling and looking at both of those two men. All right. Sounds like a plan to me. Oh, this is working well. Everything's great. Ralph? Hey, it's back to me. I'm going to say, we should all put our weapons down. 
She already said that, but I'm going to try and help. All right, rapport me, bro. Rapport me, bro. Um, that is an average. I'm averagely doing it because I am also kind of dealing with still tasting brains, all, having been blown up several times and tasting <laughs> brains, and yeah, yeah, and and there's just a lot of tinnitus going around after uh, the gunshots in here. So uh, you've made no useful contribution this turn, but thank you for Yay. your Char, yeah, can you yeah. overcome tinnitus? Tinnitus. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> oh, she was looking at really a, like, nice. she's like, I don't know what he's talking about. Well, I thought you said tetanus, and I was like, when did I get cut? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think Shar can. She's listened to a lot of loud music. She uh, knows how to come back real quick. Ah, well, I got a plus two, and I have a plus four rapport, so that's a plus six. All right. How are you going to make the thought of surrender appealing to these gentlemen? Can they hear me? Yes. Okay. Point my stick of dynamite. I pointed it one at a time, swooping across the room. And I go, you see what happens when you don't cooperate with us, gentlemen? Put your weapons down. We're not afraid to take action. We don't want to hurt you. We really don't. But if you hurt us or our friends, we're not afraid of going down with you. All right. You're successful. Uh, The men in the car splattered with gore, lay down their weapons. I mean, there were four of them. The, the last four, yes. Yeah. Who are, who are conscious. That's pretty good. The unconscious ones are going to uh, have a lot of surprises when they leave. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, where's Jerry? What, what the hell is this? <laughs> the engineer pulls on a lever and several very sharp whistle blasts um, pierce the crowded room and carry throughout the train and outside you can hear shouts for a retreat and a fallback and slowly the action starts to die i look to see if there's any kind of rope or anything in the train car to tie everyone up with um i mean everybody's got belts i've never tried to tie anyone up with a belt um sounds hard because they're not very flexible yeah so Char like rips some strips off of the bottom of her dress, the hem of her dress. All right. And gives them to Ralph and Effie and is like, hey, we should tie everyone up. And then Char leans out the window and tries to like shout to the people who are getting the dynamite in the car and says, hey, I threw a stick of dynamite in there on accident. So be real careful because uh, it might go off. <laughs> there is cursing. <laughs> You're not supposed to say those words. All right. We're, we're going to elliptical edit around this, um, but uh, this part of the events are over. The train has been stopped. The fire is put out. The guards are subdued. Yes. Good job. Yay! Let's go back to the stagecoach. Van Helsing, you are at the top of the order. Gosh, things were going really well a second ago um, before one of the horses died. Hmm, it seems like I have to deal with this evil Dracula wolf. Um, You've got options. I'm not telling you how to live your life. <laughs> Things I, were less complicated and now they're more complicated. I'm pretty sure in the book he like wards them off with a holy wafer. <laughs> yep. I reach into my big medical bag and I pull out a holy wafer and I um, hold it up in front of me as menacingly as you can hold a cookie. <laughs> Which is terrifying. And I say, In the name of all things holy, be gone, thou beast. Return to whence you came. Give me will. Sweet. That's um, plus five. All right. Uh, I'm going to uh, give you the Van Helsing's journal bonus for this. Mm, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. The wolf backs away, snarls. It retreats, and as it retreats through the underbrush of the West Virginian forest, it vanishes far faster than it should have. Bring it. Now I'm fighting alone. Okay. <laughs> and the men on top of the uh, coach, cursing, look very impressed with you. As they should. But uh, also they've got a horse bleeding out that they are uh, trying to attend to. Since I've just been real badass, I walk up to it and I shoot it in the head. I'm pretty sure it's already dead. Well, I don't know. It is it still struggling? It certainly is now. I mean, if you if you tear out a throat, it takes minutes yeah. to die, you know? Yeah, I'm just going to put a bullet through its brain and put it yeah. out of its misery. 
You do that. You do that thing. You shoot this horse dead. Can I let a single tear fall from my eye? (laughs) (laughs) Zoom in. You hear gunshots at the front of the stagecoach. Presumably I can either hear or smell the fact that that wolf has run away now. Yep. Nathan, how do you want to play this? So I guess I'm going to attack the second man that is still on the stagecoach. Because there's there's two only two guys, right? Two guys in the back, two guys in the front, and then a couple in inside. It's a lot of guys. Well, I thought I had a mystical giant black wolf to help me, Nathan. <laughs> oh, I didn't think it was going to be helping us. <laughs> it was doing what I needed it to do for the most part, but that's okay. Okay, so yeah, I jump on the guy trying to knock him off the stagecoach as well. Okay, fight. Fight, 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 fight. That is a plus six to fight. Okay, do you want to kill this guy? Yeah, why not? Okay, <laughs> tell me how you kill this guy. Uh, so this time when I leap out of the darkness onto his back, I land uh, more accurately and my claws dig into his back, but my teeth sink into his vertebrae at the base of his skull and uh, crunch through, basically severing his spinal cord far too high for him to survive basically the way that i would attempt to take out a deer and so i roll onto the ground with his now very limp body in my mouth and uh leap off him to face the other guard yeah you get a mouthful of man blood and the scent of uh urine fills the air (laughs) as he loses all control of his motor functions below his neck yep accurate that is what would happen. How do you feel about it? I'm snarling at the other guard, blood dripping from my jaw. I assume that he's probably either going to be aiming a gun at me or backing up or both. But uh, there it is. Yeah, he is rolled to his knees and yeah. levered his gun at you. The doors of the stagecoach have opened and four more men have come out. Oh, come on. Hey everyone, thanks so much for coming to another episode of the Fantasy Adventure Machine. Aunt Irma is auditioning to become a K-pop icon on Thursday, so show up and wish her luck.